The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Amber, your husband's having some difficulty. Tell me what's going on. He has where um, he, something will happen and he'll feel like he's in a different world. And he has to stay completely still where he's at. And everyone in the whole entire home has to be quiet. Um, Sometimes it can take up to 20 minutes. We've tried getting him to go to counseling or therapy or with a psychiatrist, but usually you have to start off with counseling, and he's too embarrassed, and he chokes up to talk about it. Um, How old is he? He is 27 years old. Oh, he's young. Any drug or alcohol problems that you know of? Um, He used to have a a drinking problem as far as with liquor. It didn't work well with him. It made him very violent. Um, he has quit drinking liquor, um, and that's a positive, but we, we're still having this issue. <laughs> okay, that's not fair to everybody in the family. Who else is there beside you? Um, my three children. Three children, and they're yours, not his? Yes, they're his stepchildren, yes. How, what age is? Um, nine, seven, and six. Oh, that's so, so they're subject to these 20 minutes. Everybody has to be quiet because stepdad is having difficulty right now. Yes. Okay, so they're, they're and he's too embarrassed to get help. Um, that is not fair to you, and that's not fair to them. And it's not fair to guess who else? Himself. <laughs> right. He is not being fair to himself. I mean, if I'm sitting there with a splinter in my hand, hand and I'm screaming, everybody has to be quiet because I'm in such pain. I'm in such pain. It's like, Mom, will you get your splinter taken out <laughs> so we don't have to go through this? Now, that's a simple example, but he needs to figure out what's going on. Is this a personality change for him, like a sudden one, or has this been? has it been this way since you guys have been together? Um, no, it's not something. It's been since we've been together, um, and it's not always as frequent. Sometimes he's, with more stress, it happens more often. Um, but he never knows exactly when it's going to happen. It just kind of sparks, and then he does get frustrated. And he does get hurt over the fact that it happened. Um, and you know, it's. Does he I, apologize? Is he remorseful? I'm so sorry this is happening. Yeah, yeah, he gets. Sometimes he gets upset and he's he's sorry, but other times he's just more focused on trying to get himself better. Okay, so here's what's going through my mind. I'm wondering first if it's medical. You always rule out medical first. So he doesn't have to go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist right away. He would go to a medical doctor. Has he done that yet? Um, we've We've done medical. He's actually gone to the emergency room before, and they had mentioned something about, um, what was it, honey? He was wrong. Okay, he thinks he was wrong. It was something about, like, an anger explosive disorder or something to that manner with his temper, because he does have a temper along with it. Okay. Um, Any trauma in his past? um, He didn't have the best childhood. Okay. So he could benefit so much by... Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. 
Huh, the selfish path to romance. That is interesting. So he could benefit so much by getting someone that he feels at home opening up to and going on the the detective. The, it's like um, looking at your own life as if you're the detective trying to get to the core issues, like what is it that's bothering me? And when you discover what's really driving a behavior, for example, I would freak out when my husband would come down the stairs. I'd be sitting at my computer and he would just, you know, nicely put his hand on my shoulder and I would just go, oh! like that, you know, I'd startle very quickly. So he, he started to say, friend coming down the stairs, friend getting a little closer, friend moving in closer, you know, to kind of give me some warning. Now, I was clueless. I had no idea where this startle response came from, but I had it and I've had it my whole life. And one day when I've, I had this for a long time, but when my child was very young, they came running around the corner and now this is a little tight. I mean, you have three, he has three stepchildren, you have three children. So maybe the six-year-old, you know, running around the corner. And I said, don't start, don't jump out from things like that and startle me. And my poor little son is like, what, ma? <laughs> what? <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. And at that moment, my mind made the connection that as a young child, I had seen a movie that really traumatized me. It was called The Moon Spinners. And it just was one scene a random scene in as a child but for a month later somebody jumped out suddenly in the spooky music you know they put the spooky music on and then somebody jumps out where you don't expect them and it really freaked it, it really freaked me out to the point where a month later i still was seeing this scene in my mind as a kid but I hadn't remembered that as an adult. And when I remembered it, it's like, oh, that's what's behind it. It gave me a sense of what? I guess a sense of understanding and security in a way. It would give him such a good sense of, oh, now I understand why I'm this way. Once you get the understanding, you it, you don't even have to wait to get the understanding. You can learn all of these marvelous skills to deal with either anger management. There are all different skills, like putting yourself on pause or counting a little bit before you respond, uh, planning in advance what you want to say, w looking at the thoughts that go through your mind when you get angry. And the first thing people say is, there are no thoughts. I just get angry. Angry. But cognitive therapy would be phenomenal for him because he could figure out how to get, how to take an emotion and understand what he feels is not fair if, if he's feeling anger. Uh, but to, if, so to get himself some help, you know, he can ask his medical doctor uh, who they would recommend. I'm very glad that he got a medical checkup. Uh, that's very good because you always want to rule out any medical causes. You know, some people are real sad and it's really just hypothyroidism. They just need some thyroid medication and, you know, you don't want to be treating it for depression. So if he, if he had any drug history or um, substance abuse, you know, alcohol and is still using, you know, that might be a problem, but you say that's not it. And then you want to look at what is the cause. And I really enjoy helping clients learn the new thinking skills that liberate them, that liberate them from, they, nobody wants lifelong anger. Nobody wants to go through the, the stress with the kids. So I, you could go to a website, Academy of CT. For Academy of CT. 
academyofct.org, O-R-G, and look up a therapist in your area. Those are cognitive therapists. It's also a wonderful book, Mind Over Mood. It's a workbook you could use with a therapist, but I also find it easy enough. My clients uh, have been able to use it even on their own. And, you know, if he's not ready to go to a therapist, he could start there. There are wonderful anger management self-help books if he's not ready to go to a therapist. But I think, you know, going in for some supportive therapy would be very good. Listen, thank you so much, Amber, and I wish you well. Thank you. You're all well, and him well, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. You hired a detective, how could you? Kay, I'm sorry. What do we really know about this woman? She makes Dad happy. That's all we need to know. Is it? Some people do get married before they know all they should. Remember Cousin Donald? He was married two years before he found out his wife used to be a man. Yes. <laughs> and that's from Frazier. You probably recognize the voices. And how important it is, is it to know in depth about your partner before you marry them? And obviously the answer is you really need to know a lot. Uh, that said, I married my husband within nine months and I wasn't pregnant. Uh, and we are married 40 years now and it's been a wonderful marriage. So sometimes you can choose well. But um, in the book I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke, which is on romance, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason, we have a whole chapter on finding your soulmate and how to use your own mind, how to use that feedback that you get, those moment-to-moment impressions and emotions that you're feeling to make sure that you explore any red flags you have or any good things, any uh, what, what would be the opposite of a red flag, any... Uh, fireworks going off you know what's behind them is it that you share the same habits is it that you share a same lifestyle or you like the same leisure activities or you feel really visible with the person you feel like they get you Uh, you want to make sure that there aren't any what we call deal breakers such as alcohol or anger management problems uh, alcohol problems obviously Uh, and you want to just see what happens over time with the person you know, we call it a love trajectory. Is the relationship getting better or is it going downhill or is it like a roller coaster? It goes up, you have a few good days and then you get into big fights and then it goes up and then you get into that cold stonewalling it's called where neither of you talk to each other. You're fighting, your arms are crossed, but there's no communication, just those contemptuous looks towards each other. You know, if you're on that type of a course, you might consider uh, maybe a different partner or learning some skills with each other or independently on your own. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. It can be legitimately upsetting if you are not a top priority in your partner's hierarchy of values. Suppose your spouse loves hiking and mountain climbing and spends all of his or her spare time in those activities, leaving little time for you. The situation makes a successful romantic relationship unlikely. However, there's no right amount of time you should spend with your loved one. Partners have different preferences and tolerances. Some need time alone and others need a lot of contact. If one or both partners feels neglected or abandoned, this will be a source of conflict. Resolving the conflict requires that partners discuss their preferences, communicate frankly and openly, and come to a mutually satisfactory agreement and then strive to keep it. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.